0: happy monday happy monday happy monday everybody my name is kiara gladney and today this is another third episode of the charity movement podcast and i'm so excited to um talk about this subject really quick because um i think that it is something that will help my women out there and it'll also help young men that are striving to live a righteous life um actually i was I'm in the car driving and the thought came in my mind like what tools or what ways will a woman know when a man is a potential spouse and what characteristics is she going to look for? And I was like, okay, well, let's think of five. Okay. Cause you can think of a whole list of ones that you will say, okay, these are things that are going to show that somebody is uh, capable of being a good spouse, a godly spouse, a head of the household, a leader, um, someone who will be an example to their children and to their next generation. And so um, I came up with five and even these were kind of, things that i was thinking about even with my relationship with my husband and how he showed these signs which made it clear that he was a man of god and he was someone that i could follow as a husband and as a leader okay so it's five so the first one is he makes his request known and he he has his intentions clear Okay, um, the Bible tells us that in all thy getting, we have to get an understanding, and it is so important that when you enter into a dating relationship, even when you're talking to somebody, you get into that courtship that you know the intentions of the person that you're talking to and that person makes their request known, okay? If they want to pursue you, they need to say that. If they desire you in that way, they need to articulate that. It's just like when you get into your car, you put your key in the ignition, you start backing out of your driveway and you start to drive with the mindset that you're going somewhere, you can't go somewhere that you've never been before without directions, right? And so you turn your GPS on, you might have Apple Maps, you might have Google Maps, And all of a sudden, the GPS starts to say loading, loading, loading. And you're driving without a sense of direction. You know where you want to go, but you have no direction on where to turn left or where to turn right, where to hop on the freeway. Which direction of the freeway do you go in? And so you're left with all of this ambiguity that you didn't have to have had the directions been made clear. And so you have to decide at that moment, are you going to turn around? Are you be gonna ask somebody for directions are you see going to stay confused and um you know that god is not the author of confusion so in any relationship in any communication where there is confusion god is not in the midst and so the other thing is, D, you can wait for signs. And the good, the thing about that that makes it so confusing is that signs can be good or bad. That's why you have red flags or green flags in relationships. And those signs are mixed signals and they could lead to things of longevity and healthy relationships, or they can lead to a toxic relationship or situationships as you know, most of our generation is talking about now. Um, signs don't always give you a clear direction of where to go. And so you're left wasting time When if there would have been clear intentions, you wouldn't have been wasting time. You wouldn't have been just talking to people out of just doing it. Because time is precious. Time is something that you don't get back, but it's something that is priceless. And so we really have to take that into consideration. Even if you're young, you don't want to waste time on something that's not going to give you good fruit. Right. And so that leads you to number two. um, That man has to have and show that he has commitment and faithfulness. Okay, just because he doesn't have a ring does not mean that he doesn't have to show signs of being committed right? You don't want somebody that is continuously interviewing multiple people at the same time, but still saying that his heart is on you. This is why we love God so much because he showed us the example of what it means to really love somebody, how he can leave the 99 that were in a group that were all contained and go after the one. You know, it is very important that that man shows you that he is committed, not just to himself, not just to his happiness, but to your happiness, not just to your happiness, but to your salvation. And he is faithful in doing that every single time he has clear convictions when he talks to you when he spends time with you when he connects with you and he is committed not just to the relationship between you and him but he's also committed to his relationship even more to God. And so there are some things that he won't try with you. There are some decisions that he will not make with you. There are some risk that he will not take with you because he understands that you are priceless. You are a daughter of a king, just like he is a son of a king. And so we have to think about that and even the way that we court each other and the way that we date each other. And it would make us be very much more responsible in the way that we spend time with one another if we look at each other that way and if we take commitment seriously. And the third thing is that that man has to have a true prayer life. John 15 to five, um, one of my former pastor's favorite scriptures is, I am the true vine and ye are the branches. If ye abide in me and I in you, the same shall bring forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. It is so important that that man has a direct communication with God so that he knows which direction to go in. If he doesn't know which direction to go in, it is because he is not connected to the source. And if he's not connected to the source, he's not gonna give you any resources. When you're weak, he's not gonna be able to strengthen you. When you are lost, he's not gonna be able to find you and tell you which way to go. And if that is not, a fundamental thing at the beginning of a relationship it's really not going to get better by the by the engagement phase and it's going to be horrible at the marriage phase and so you have to make sure that he has a prayer life because the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much god avails himself to those that continuously have communication with him think about the way that you want that man to communicate with you. You want a text or a call every day. You want him to connect to you, to at least tell you how he's doing, to at least show you that he's making an effort and that's what God looks for us to do is to make an effort to converse with him to make an effort to connect with him even if it's not three or four hours even if it's 10 minutes even if it's in your car even if it's while you're walking even if it's at your work desk even if it's at night he just wants to hear from you he wants to connect with you he wants to know that he is an important role or an important part of your life and if that woman or that man that you're interested in wants that commitment and that effort? How much more does God want us to connect with him and to talk to him? And and as that man being the leader, he needs to establish that deep connection with God to know number one, are we wasting time, okay? Number two, is this a viable candidate of marriage? Because that's the end goal. The end goal is not to just keep talking to people and dating people and interviewing people to see where or who fits. The intention is to build up the kingdom of God by establishing godly marriages that have the source and fundament, the fundamental values of God that are going to lead to an inheritance for God, which is our children, that will all be built to praise and to worship him in spirit and in truth. That's the goal. That's Psalm 127.3. That is the word of God. That is what our goal is. And so if that man does not have a prayer life he doesn't know which direction which route to take to lead you to where god's divine order is right okay so number four is that he does not make his decisions based on emotion okay women we are very emotional i can only speak to myself for myself because i don't want to offend nobody i am very emotional right i'm very in tune with my sensitivity i'm very in tune with all of those things however um one thing i really really thank god for and my husband is that he was never moved by his emotions he never made decisions about our relationship based on his emotions even though he loved me and cared about me and things like that um he did everything in god's timing even if in my mind it didn't make sense um even when we got engaged we got engaged six months after we started courting and in my mind logically it's like okay I'm just getting out of college how does this make sense god this doesn't make sense um to him it was god's divine order and as soon as he got the word for it, he didn't act on emotion he didn't even tell me that anything was happening he proposed out of out of nowhere Now we we had talked about it we knew that that was our next step but i just didn't know when and it takes a man that is not stuck in his emotions because had he been in his emotions he would have got a little weary after one of our conversations that we had about marriage and I said okay well we have to wait two years because at the time I was planning on going to law school and so I was going to make him wait extra amounts of time because I had my plans of what I wanted in life however obviously that wasn't the will of God at that time or else I would have been changing God's order for what His plan for my life was and so I thank God for my husband not being so stuck in his emotions of loving me and wanting to be with me and even listening to my reactions to some things to say okay well I'm not gonna do this because she feels this way or I'm not gonna do that because I feel that way he was moved every step of our relationship was ordered by God every single thing that we talked about every communication every dream that we had was manifested by God and we see the fruit of our labor, even in this day, even in his, his devotion to God and the way that even if God spoke to him, he would be like, well, I can't talk to you today because I have to pray and I have to fast and I have to consecrate. And I said, oh man, God told me the same thing. We were with one accord because we weren't moved off off of our emotions, but we were really, really, excuse me, invested we were invested in making sure that we did God's work even in this relationship and I can clearly remember a time where I even stopped talking to my husband because I had felt my emotions were coming very very strong and he did too and it got to a point where I was like I can't talk to you for a few days because I need to make sure that this is like God, this is a God thing that I'm not wasting time and you're not wasting time and when you find that man, when that man finds you and he's focused and he has a prayer life and he has clear intentions and not just clear intentions but he's committed to those intentions and not just committed to those intentions but then he is not moved by his emotions alone but he's more moved by the direction of God, that is somebody that is going to pursue you and that is going to lead to marriage the last thing is that um, he is going to bring honor to his name. And so you are going to be more than happy to take his name and to take his legacy and to take his inheritance uh, because he's brought honor to it. So many times, so many people think (laughs) that is an awesome thing to be married to them, but they they don't even, you know, they don't really comprehend how much smoke that they've brought to their name. Their reputation that precedes them to the point where that woman has to now live with the dishonor of that person's name. I'm so grateful that when I took on the last name, Gladney, I took it with so much joy because I knew the history behind it. I knew the work behind it. I knew the redemption that was attached to that name. I knew the blood that was applied to that name to lead to my husband's salvation. I knew the hard work that was attached to that name. I knew the faithfulness and the the studious behavior of that man. I knew his character. And, And when I took his last name, I took it with the contemplation that this is somebody that I'm gonna have to be called for the rest of my life. When they, when people talk to me, when I'm at my job, when I'm at work, when I'm in meetings, when I'm at church, when I am called to preach, they don't call me Kiera Bell, my maiden name. Now they may know my, my past family name. They may know who I'm attached to. They may know my blood inheritance, but I'm called by my, my husband's last name. Because that's who I belong to. And when you are marrying somebody, you understand as the woman, you are being taken out of one family and being engrafted into another. And that's not to say that you forget your family on your, you know, your family before you got married or anything. I'm not saying that. But if you can understand the engrafting of you being taken out of one place and you belonging to another, you will understand the seriousness of what it means when you marry somebody. You're marrying their name. You're marrying that inheritance. You're marrying their reputation. You are marrying their future. You are marrying their goals. You're marrying even their hangups and their setbacks. You are marrying everything. And so when you go into a marriage and you go into a courtship, you have to go into it with a mindset that I'm not just gonna go into this thing uh, ambiguous. I'm not gonna go into this thing with my head in the clouds. I'm not gonna go into this thing thinking that this is a Disney-fied love story this is real life this is ministry this is life this is goals this is your future attached to this person for the rest of your life and so when you take that person's name that means you're taking that person's smoke you're taking that person's reputation whether it's good or bad And so when people call me Mrs. Gladney, I'm so happy that I took that name. I'm so happy that I'm married to this person because this person is successful, not just naturally, but spiritually. This person is not just intelligent. He's intelligent naturally and spiritually. This person is not just strong or known naturally, but he's known spiritually. And not just in terms of being uh, famous or being, you know, infamous but it's because this person has been consistent in God this person knows his word this person is is knowledgeable about the things of God and he has a true relationship with God and so that's what makes it easier to take on someone else's name someone else's family someone else's legacy because you understand that they've brought honor to that name And just like you, my ladies out there, you have to bring honor to your name so that when that man takes you and engrafts you into his family, he doesn't have to be like, well, that, that, you know, that was before she met me or that was before this. No, he shouldn't have to explain nothing. Your name should be clean. And that's what our desire should be. Lord, I want to be clean. Just like Jesus. He washed us. We are clean. Okay. My name is Kira Gladney Jesus. I'm clean. There's no smoke behind my name. There's no skeletons in my closet because I'm a new creature and old things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. And once those things became new, my intention every day was to make it stay new. So, no, I'm not going to be entertaining things that are not like God. No, I'm not going to be having unnecessary conversations and wasting unnecessary amounts of time. Time is so important. And so we just have to think about those things when you decide that we want to talk to somebody or court somebody, interview somebody. And and God is showing us. It does not take long for God to show you where you're going. All you got to do is get up and walk. And trust me, his direction will be clear for that man. And that man will show you his effort. He will have a consistent prayer life. He will be committed and intentional. He will make his request known. You won't have to keep, you know, allowing him to beat around the bush. He will be clear. And then he won't be moved by his emotions and he will bring honor to his name for you. Okay, so I hope you got something out of this list. If you add have any more that you want to add, I want you to put it in the comment section on my YouTube or even add some notes or things to my audio podcast. Um, I'm, I thank you guys for listening. I hope you got something out of it. I love you. I hope to come on every week from now on. Um, Since I'm feeling a little better, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, Charity Movement. Um, Make sure that you tell somebody else and that you share with somebody else that may be dating or courting or engaged or even married that just needs some help and some encouragement. Because I think that this list will really encourage the people um, that need it. I think it will help. I think it will put relationships into perspective because I think a lot of us, we take for granted the importance of a godly relationship and the steps to get there. Okay, so I love you. And remember that the only one stopping you is you. See you soon.